Welcome to Simple Faith with host Dale Carlson, bringing solid Christian answers to your questions and concerns. on Life-Changing Radio. Here's host, Dale Carlson. Welcome to Simple Faith. How are you today? I hope you're someplace cool. It's kind of hot out there today. Uh, And if you are someplace cool, I hope you're listening to us. And if you're not listening to us, you're not hearing this, right? (laughs) (laughs) So... We are here today with uh, Jim Barnes and Bob Omier, and our special guest today is Tina Williams-Ward. And Tina is the Executive Director of Alpha uh, Pregnancy Resource Center located in Sanford, Maine. Uh, Alpha has served Sanford and the surrounding communities as a safe, compassionate, confidential place for those facing an unplanned pregnancy for 30 years. Tina has served as the executive director for eight years and has received certification in pro-life applied bioethics. She's also completed Christian worldview training through the Colson Fellows Program at the Colson Center. She has previously been involved in orphan care in Nicaragua with a home for girls that have been rescued from abuse and trafficking and currently serves on mission trips uh, to Mexico and blogs at lifelavished.com. Welcome, Tina. Thank good. you for having me. Well, good, good. <laughs> God, get that, get that right up there in your mouth, and and uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll 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 have a talk. I, I you know, this is something that's kind of new to me. Um, not really, because I remember when Roe vs. Wade became a law, but um, uh, I, I heard somewhere that uh, that sixty three point five million babies have been aborted. That is correct. Oh my goodness! You know, and I can't get my head around that. You know, I, I just just how many babies that is, and I, you know, it's kind of a number that just kind of rolls around in your brain, and you you can't really think about it. So I thought, you know, I live here in Maine, you know, and uh, and I thought, you know, how many how many of those people, you know, and uh, those babies would have repopulated Maine, and we have one point three million people in Maine today, and so you could have repopulated our whole state with a tiny portion of that. So I went I went further. I, I want to know the truth, and so I looked at all of New England, and, uh, and there are 15.1 million people in New England. Those babies would have repopulated the entire New England area. Wow. That's only 15.1, and then I added the state of New York for another 20.3 and I added Pennsylvania for 13 million and I added Virginia for 8.8 million and Maryland for 6.3 million people. I want to cry when I say this. That's 63.5 million people. We could have totally replaced the population of the mid-Atlantic and almost the entire mid-Atlantic and New England. Um, And it just appalls me that uh, that that this has been such a, a thing in the back of my mind that I've yeah I haven't I haven't really wrapped my head around it and I'm just beginning now and you you listen to the news and uh, you know, Elizabeth uh, Williams uh, or Elizabeth uh, Warren said uh, uh, just a few days ago that she wants to shut down all these pregnancy resource centers because they torture women that come in and uh, and, and use those services and uh, and the the picture we have of uh of abortion is is you know folks standing in front of the abortion clinics you know and they they look like crazy people sometimes i'll be honest Mm -hmm. 
and uh, and but that's not what this is all about, is it? No, Jesus no. Jesus said, "Love one another. Love your even love your enemies." And these women aren't our enemies. No. There's some people that are going through some terrible times. Yeah, they're so, just as much of a victim. Yeah, culture yeah. saying this yeah. is the answer. Yeah. So tell me, uh, Tina, what goes on at uh, at Alpha? So we have, like you said, been serving our community for 30 years, and we are just a safe place for women to come when they are facing an unplanned pregnancy. So all of our services are designed to impact our community for life. So we offer pregnancy testing, we offer pregnancy decision-making, just a space for them to come in and talk through all of their options, just space to take a deep breath and, and, and just think through everything. Um, rather than making a, a rash decision that maybe they're they're going to struggle with down the road, um, as well as limited obstetrical ultrasounds and uh, pregnancy and parenting education and support, so we can say we will walk this path with you as a support. Um, and we also offer healthy relationships education and after abortion support. That doesn't sound like torture to me. <laughs> no, not at all. No. Not at all. It sounds like some people that really care. Yeah. And. Um, um, uh, and you've been serving the community for 30 years. Yeah. Oh, the, the, almost the entire time of Roe versus Wade. Uh, yeah. It's not quite, I guess, but uh, but a lot of it. Yeah. 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 This past Big week, it was 30 years. Yeah. Uh, happy anniversary. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and happy anniversary because there have been, actually, babies' lives have been saved through yes. this. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We know of at least, it's, oh, it's close to 400 over the lifetime of the ministry, and I'm sure it's more than that because they don't always come back to tell us what they chose. Oh. Yeah, you don't know what they chose, that right. uh, some people just go away. and. Yeah. But, you know, we were talking earlier, and you've added some new uh, features to your ministry, uh, uh, and uh, and and folks of... The, 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 the numbers of po folks choosing life have actually improved. Yes, we actually just added limited obstetrical ultrasound services this past year. Um, we launched a capital campaign in 2017 to do that, but it involved moving to a new office location for a bigger space, um, hiring a nurse, securing a medical director, which is our licensed physician that oversees all of our medical services. And uh, we just officially launched limited obstetrical ultrasound services last year. And since then, we have already seen an increase in pregnancy testing numbers, pregnancy decision-making appointments, as well as now offering the, the ultrasounds for clients to be able to see for themselves the life in their womb. So how do people become aware of Alpha? Because pre pregnancy resource centers don't really get a lot of press, or if they do, it's not good press. Yeah. Uh, so we actually asked that question during a new client intake, and the number one reason that we hear is that a family member or a friend told them um, that they should come to Alpha, which says a lot, I think, um, about people's experience. And then the number two reason is uh, like it's social media or online advertising. Advertising, yep. Yeah. Yeah, and what kind of, how, how could you make that more how, more available to people? Or how, 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 how would you, because uh, advertising is not cheap. Uh, no, it's yeah. not. Yeah. And in fact, we've actually, at Alpha, we've actually kind of done a shift more to social media mm -hmm. um, because it is cheaper and you get more um, exposure for your dollar um, over a Google ad that can cost you close to $20 for one person yeah. seeing it. Yeah. Well, the one, one thing that one thing that I, I would say is I know it costs a lot of money to run these centers, and I think when I talk to Christians, most would say that it is it is wrong to have an abortion. But we don't see people putting their money, you know, where where their mouth is. I hate to say it that way, but James said. Show me your faith without works, and I'll show you my faith by my works. And the Bible also says, don't be a hearer only, but to be a doer. And, and, and I'm hoping, Tina, that a lot of people in your area will step up and say, hey, we want to be a part of this. We want to help uh, in whatever way that we can. And then you should have the funding necessary to do. Am I on track with that? Yes. Yeah, that would be great. And we... All of our clients know that our services are completely free of charge to them because other people made that possible. And we mm -hmm. have had clients say that they are just amazed that other people loved them enough to make this possible and this to available as a resource to them. Do you, Tina, do you have an ongoing relationship with folks in the com community, churches? and? Uh, we do, yes. Yeah, we have about 30 churches in our area um, that are involved in some way. 
either a small way or or a major. Oh um, wow! Thirty yeah. churches. Yes. In the Sanford area. Yeah, Sanford and the surrounding That's, communities. Yeah. Wow! Wow! Any other organizations that? We do have some partnerships with other organizations, not necessarily financial partnerships, but um, but yes, we do refer clients to other organizations that we're aware of, and then in turn, they also uh, refer clients to us as well. Do you now? How do you have relationships with uh, churches and pastors in the community? You yourself have yes. folks that you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, with referrals from family and friends being the primary way that clients have become aware of Alpha, uh, this is kind of a lot of about uh, the client experience, doesn't it? Can you tell us a little bit it about does. that? It does, yeah. Yes, we are committed to every single client being treated with respect, kindness, compassion, and always given honest and open answers. And so we are just there to be a support to them. We want them to immediately just feel at peace when they walk into our center and feel loved and cared for and and welcome. And I actually brought a few client quotes that I was hoping to be able to, go, go, go. to share. <laughs> so we had one client, right? These were all on client exit surveys. We ask when they, um, when they're about to no longer be a client for whatever reason, um, to tell us a little bit about their experience. And so one client wrote, I can talk to them if I need them, but they don't have judgment on me. If I encountered somebody that was pregnant and scared, I would tell them to come here. I love it. I would let anybody know about this place. Another one wrote, I love coming to Alpha because it is such an amazingly helpful place. There is no judgment, only acceptance, support, encouragement, and love. Alpha has helped me become the mom I have always wanted to be, be more patient with myself and others, and find forgiveness. And then one of my favorites, this client wrote, They were the light on so many dark days I had. They encouraged me and gave me hope. They believed in me and helped me believe in myself. They prayed for me and helped me to believe in the Lord in ways I had never done before. I will forever be grateful for the peace, hope, love, bounty of support, and prayers I received at Alpha. They always treated me with dignity and grace. My life is better because of all the things I learned at Alpha. I hope you know what a blessing Alpha is. Wow. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. I just love that you can, in reading those quotes, you can just hear the hope behind their words. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can hear the the pain that uh, that this decision is causing them and the relief and the release that they have when they find out that there's somebody there that will accept them yeah. and, uh, and and love them and uh, and and care for them and and you know maybe save that baby's life um, absolutely I, I just you know it, it's something that we need to be more aware of you know and I feel so stupid you know I had no idea. Uh, you know, I, I guess I knew some of these numbers, but I, I never really put it together as to as to what what this was all about. And it, I'm just I'm horrified. But Dale, if you if you're horrified, imagine how, how God feels about it. I, I think of the in 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 the prophet Jeremiah says they have taken the wounds of my people as if they were not serious, uh, and. I, I, These are seriously wounded. It's women, incredibly you know, serious. Trying to uh, to figure out a way forward, and and if if there's you know if there's no um, if there's no hope, you know why not uh, right. make this decision? And uh, and yeah. uh, you know it, you know I think I think it goes back to the reason that Jesus came in the first place. I mean, he he died. And rose again so that we could see we've got something beyond what we're living in now. And if these women don't see that, and this is the only life that they have, why not? You know, uh, if this is where they're going to find their happiness, if there's nothing beyond, if the, the grave is the end, you know, why not? You know, and we have such a powerful message, but we deliver it so <laughs> so poorly sometimes. Weekly. Yeah, so, so poorly. You know, the love that we show, you know, with, with placards standing on a street corner, you know, I, I, I don't know how effective that is. In fact, we, we do know how effective it is because we've lost 63.5 million babies over the last yeah, uh, 50 years help. or so. Yeah, yeah. But Tina, now do you ever have somebody, for example, a young, frightened young girl who's become pregnant, to come in and say to you, I can't have this baby. I won't. Or even maybe her parents come in and say, she will not. She's not going to have this baby. Do you ever have a situation like we confronted like that? And how do you respond? 
All the time. So because oh. because abortion has been such a part of our culture for so long now, um, it's just it it's automatic that many people in our community, if they did not intend to become pregnant, then they've already been preconditioned to this is the answer to an unplanned pregnancy. You must have an abortion. That yeah. that's the only option. And so coming in, uh, their mindset is, I can't do this. I have to have an abortion, because. That's the way our culture has conditioned. But how do you respond who's, to somebody who really has that mindset? We talk through their their whole uh, what's going on in their life, from their relationship, what they have for a, net, oh. a support network, um, what their housing situation looks like. Uh, do they have a relationship with the Lord? Do you have? Do they have any spiritual um, understanding? And we talk through and say, okay, let's let's stop and take a look at all of your options. What would it look like to explore some of these other options? Oh. And let's take a look at that. So if they say relationship with the Lord, what's that? I don't have that. So we actually ask them if they consider themselves to be a person of faith first and then see what they answer there. And some some will say yes oh. and, and we'll hear things like, well, I used to go to church as a child with my, you know, with my grandparents or, or something like that. And sometimes they, they, uh, We've even had clients come in and say, yes, I'm, I'm Wicca, or um, I believe in this other religion. And so we just take that down as part of their intake information. And many times clients continue coming in for pregnancy education support and parenting education and support. And we have to have the opportunity to plant seeds and, and, share, um, and share about Jesus with them. I heard you say, use the words, uh, we pray with somebody. We do. If, the, yeah. if we have the, the option to do that, absolutely. Have you ever had somebody refuse to pray? We have had clients say that that's uh, that they don't necessarily want to participate, but they welcome us praying for them. Oh, oh so okay. We're, we've we're never gonna... been turned down for for the op- offer to pray for for somebody. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. We've got to go to break now, um, uh, and I'm going to open up the lines after we after our break, uh, 725-9224, if you have some questions or you want to know how you can get involved more or some thoughts on, on, uh, on what we're going through as a culture right now, uh, let's talk about it. Uh, 725-9224, we'll be back in about two minutes. See you in a bit. Welcome back to Simple Faith. I'm here with Jim Barnes and Bob Bomier and Tina Williams. <laughs> Ward, yes, thank you, Tina. Oh, tell me, uh, uh, why does Alpha Pregnancy Resource Center exist? So we are called to love our neighbors as ourselves, and so that love compels us to impact our community for life. Every human being is an image bearer of God, and every single day we have the opportunity to look at fellow human beings through the lens of this truth and walk accordingly as ambassadors of Christ. So this is the orientation that we serve each and every client with at Alpha. They are met with love and grace and compassion, and there's no judgment or condemnation, um, but rather we share truth and encouragement. And so every client appointment is an opportunity to speak life, share truth, and foster hope, um, and to just be a light in the darkness. And we just continually pray to see each client as God sees them and to be able to reflect that back to them, even if they don't realize that that's the source of it. So you, Tina, you got involved, you're involved in this because... You want to love your neighbor as yourself. Yes. Yes. I felt God called me to this ministry and, and made it clear and, and has just given me a heart for for the vulnerable. And in this case, it's it's the unborn. How did God do that? <laughs> he called you to this ministry. <laughs> he did, yes. Um, so it's, it's a fairly long story, but the quick version is um, is that I had been working in ministry and uh, and Alpha's previous executive director was retiring. And so... Um, I heard about that opportunity, and, and while I didn't feel like that's what I was supposed to do, um, a, a lovely friend of mine encouraged me to just walk towards it and see what I heard from God. And uh, and so the first time I walked through the center's doors, I just immediately felt at peace, um, like you feel when you return home. And so I just knew in that moment that God was doing something and that this was from him and uh, and felt called by him to get involved. So what does it look like in action, Tina, um, when, you, when you're working with these folks? Um, uh, what do you see as a result? So they just, we hear all the time that, um, that they just felt welcomed and safe and that they didn't feel judged and that they felt peace um, in our office. 
um, that they feel like they can talk about anything. We even had one client say that they felt like they were treated like family. Um, so just each opportunity is just the opportunity to lovingly speak truth and and uh, isn't that life. what Jesus told us to do? Isn't that He said, "Love others as yeah. I've loved you." And uh, and you know, we I, I keep hearing in in this uh, this abortion thing, you know, the political part of it, and and uh, you got to join the fight. You got to join the fight. But it's not a fight. <laughs> it's not a fight. It's a it's, love a, it's is an not opportunity a to love people like Jesus yeah. loved us. And, uh, and it's only a fight in the fact that it's a spiritual battle. It is a On spiritual, the ground, it's yeah, not but a it's, fight. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a fight, and our weapon is to love others like Jesus mm-hmm. loved us. It just plows away for the Holy Spirit to do that work in 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 uh, in, in people's lives. I just uh, I just am so grateful for for what you're doing. You know, Jesus gave us all choices. We talk about choice a lot, and uh, God didn't tell that God gave Cain the the uh, the choice to kill Abel. And it goes that back that gave Eve the choice to eat that fruit on the on the tree, and uh, and everybody's got a choice, but there's always always um, those choices have ramifications, mm-hmm. and uh, and unfortunately they're eternal ramifications. And if people can't see the Jesus that rose from the dead, it's uh, it's impossible to make choices that uh, that are eternally um, focused. It's, uh, so anyway, I just I, I just I'm I'm so happy that you're here today. Well, thank so you. In in your ministry, do you also deal with women that have had an abortion and are living with the guilt and oh. and, and the the horror of it? We do. Yes, we offer after abortion support, which can be directly after an abortion. When we do pregnancy decision making services with a client, we always tell them they are welcome to come back no matter what decision they make. We are a safe space for them to come back to it and talk through that. But we also offer um, a Bible study called Forgiven and Set Free. And oh. uh, and so that is for post-abortion healing. And we're actually uh, kind of revitalizing that program this uh, fall. And so we're going to be starting up another group for women to be able to, um, to sign up for that and, and come in. We're definitely hearing right now um, an increase from women that have had an abortion in the past that are saying, you know, I've been able to stuff this down and compartmentalize it and just get through life and and just kind of deal with it when it comes up when you know when I'm triggered. But right now, in the midst of Roe v. Wade being overturned and everybody talking about abortion right now, and um, that they're just constantly being triggered, and so it's becoming harder and harder to just get through day to day life because you hop on Facebook or you. Um, talk to a friend and everybody is talking about abortion right now and so just immediately that shame and that guilt um, surfaces and I was really reading some research here not too long ago and yeah, this has been really interesting to me here um, as I as I look at it and and, uh, and the the research said that women don't really that's really not something that they think about a lot it's just it's once abortion's over it's 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 over and it's it's not a big deal but that's not your... Uh... That's not my experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've had a lot of women come up to me at, at various places. We had a booth at Soul Fest one year, um, and I had a lady who uh, was probably in her 60s come up to me and just tearfully share her story and, and explain that she had an abortion and felt like she did not have any choice. And uh, you could just tell. she It's, it's, it's still, still there. It still was hmm. wearing on her. Hmm. You said you have, you have a Bible study called Forgiven and Set Free. Yes. Forgiven for, for what? Why forgiven? So, because the blood of Christ. But what, does somebody need forgiveness? Why do they need forgiveness? Yes, so abortion is a sin. Uh, taking the life of the, taking innocent mm. blood, shedding innocent yeah. blood is a sin. And so, <sighs> therefore, women feel shame and feel guilt because they recognize down the road uh, exactly what happened, especially if they've had an, another child down the road. Um, and so that wears on them. Well, well, Tina, I want you to know this. A lot of times we'll ask people, you know, to prepare questions because we want to, um, we want to uh, show that, well, you know, to, to cover material. And I want you to know a lot of times we don't get questions. And Tina has been so studious and it's such a, a <laughs> wonderful uh, seven or so pages 
and I think that's wonderful. But there's one question here. Is, is there anything you wish more people knew about your organization? Yeah, so Dale kind of hit on this a little bit earlier, and there's a lot of misinformation about pregnancy centers out there, and, and a lot of it's kind of back in the news again. Um, and so any pregnancy center that is an affiliate of some of the umbrella organizations that are out there, such as CareNet or Heartbeat International, we actually have to sign a commitment of care and competence and ad adhere to their standards of affiliation. And some of the things that that includes is um, that clients are being treated with compassion and always receiving open and honest answers, that all of our advertising be truthful and accurate, um, that we have to describe the services that we offer accurately. Um, we obviously have confidentiality standards. All of our medical services are overseen by a licensed physician and all client materials containing any medical information have to be reviewed by a physician before they can be used in the center. Um, and there's a lot more uh, of those types of standards. And so there's deceptions out there circulating that clients believe that they're going into a pregnancy center uh, for an abortion appointment, like we um, lie to them on the phone. But any pregnancy center that is affiliated with one of these organizations, we have to be upfront on the phone about the fact that we do not perform or refer for pregnancy determination services. And so we do oh. that when they call and they ask for an appointment for an abortion. We explain we don't offer that service, but they are welcome to come in for pregnancy decision-making services and talk through all of their options. Um, and so we even have a form that when they do come in, before they are ever seen in a client room, they actually um, fill out and sign that, and it clearly states that they that we do not perform or refer for pregnancy termination services. So they know that right up front. Um, so the truth is pregnancy centers serve clients with kindness and compassion and, and are just a safe place to take a deep breath and think through and discuss all of their options. Um, and then they have the opportunity to have a limited obstetrical ultrasound at many centers to determine viability, gestational age, and where the pregnancy is located, as well as to be able to see the, their baby with their own eyes before they make a decision. And so you have somebody who is holding you accountable. Absolutely. And they, and they check up on you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. And make sure that you are respecting and uh, the rights of the people that come in to you. Yes. Yes. That's not what I heard. <laughs> How does Elizabeth Warren get by with saying stuff like that? Uh, it's just, you know, this is all new to me. So I, my eyes are being opened, and I didn't know about uh, uh, CareNet. I didn't mm -hmm. know about Heartbeat yeah. International, and it sounds like there might be others that I don't know about. And... Uh, um, how do we find out about them? I guess you just go online and, and, and Google them. You, you know, can, I'd like to yeah. see what their uh, their their uh, their uh, standards look like. Yeah. And uh, and uh, it just seems like there needs to be a different message going out. Absolutely. I think I think many Christians would love to uh, be involved in the kind of ministry that you're involved in, loving and caring for people who have, uh, are going through these difficult decisions. I think po possibly, you know, we're affected by the, uh, by the media portraying us as, as kind of crazy people. Right. And, uh, and I, I think that there needs to be uh, a little bit better marketing uh, of, of what we're doing. I don't know how to do that, but, uh, so interestingly, although Elizabeth Warren was saying those things, um, if you do a search, some of the mainstream media sources that you wouldn't expect to support pregnancy centers, like USA Today and the Washington Times, they both ran headlines saying, no, Elizabeth Warren, we do not need to get rid of pregnancy centers. Oh, I'm so oh. glad to hear that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the Charlotte Closure Institute reported that in 2019 alone, pregnancy centers provided free services and material aid estimated at $270 million. Oh. So even if somebody wholeheartedly agrees with the with choice and somebody having the option to have an abortion they often can still see the value in pregnancy centers and the work that we do mm -hmm. you said you even had Planned Parenthood send somebody over to you we do recently. yes yeah, yeah. 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 that's yeah. happened several times but yeah. we have had them send somebody over for yeah. an ultrasound yeah awesome well, like a lot of people think that the only thing you can do with abortion is go with a picket sign to an abortion clinic and, and try to block entrance or something. And a lot of people say, I, I would never dare do that. So maybe you could explain about all the opportunities that are there. Absolutely, connect with a pregnancy center um, and serve as a volunteer. There's many options out there. So in our center alone, we have 
volunteers that serve behind the scenes uh, doing administrative tasks um, for fundraisers and various things that we have going on as well as we have volunteers that meet with um, parenting education and support clients. So we have some volunteers that have said, you know, I just don't want to do pregnancy decision making, but I want to love these moms. And mm -hmm. so when they come back for pregnancy education and parenting education and support, we have volunteers that are willing to meet with them through the oh. through that time. And then we also have volunteers that do uh, pregnancy tests and pregnancy decision making, um, as well as we, our board members are all volunteer. So really what you're doing isn't complicated. It's just loving others like Jesus loved us. Kind of like simple faith. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So how has Alpha grown in the last uh, several years? What's, what's, uh, so like I mentioned, we just offer, we just launched uh, limited obstetrical ultrasound services um, last year. And so that has obviously been some growth. This year we've actually launched a sexual risk avoidance initiative. And so our registered nurse completed her certification in sexual risk avoidance education through Ascend. And uh, so we've selected a curriculum for her to use for teaching. And then this fall we'll begin reaching out to youth groups and local school districts about partnering with them to educate students. Um, another aspect of what she's been doing with this initiative is that um, we felt called to equip parents as well because studies show that parents have the most influential voice in the lives of their children. And so we've begun offering a group that we're calling The Talk, which is a group for parents to equip them to have healthy ongoing conversations with their tweens and their teens about relationships and dating. And how could they find out? How could parents find out about this? So we have another session coming up in September, and they can find out all the information at www.alpha-prc.com forward slash the talk. Run that by me again. <laughs> www.alpha-prc.com forward slash the talk. Okay, okay, the talk. That needs to be in there. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, it's 725-9224. We, we're going to go to break here in just a few minutes. We've got a few more, uh, few more minutes left, but I uh, but, uh, just want you to have this opportunity to call in and talk to, uh, to um, Tina and, uh, and learn more about volunteering. Now, I would think that, uh, that probably people from Topsom and up in this area probably are not going to drive down to Sanford uh, to, uh, to volunteer, but maybe some folks from Sanford are listening now. Uh, but there are other pregnancy resource centers in, in the area. Is that correct? There is, yes. Please yeah. find your local center and, and get involved. And how would they find that? How would they find their local center? So one way, you can actually go to carenet.org and find uh -huh. uh, your local center by typing in your zip code. Okay. Um, but they're, they're all up the, the seaboard. So okay. there's uh, Portland and Rockland and Bangor and... Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have somebody from Rockport on in here in the future, and you said somebody from Bangor is yeah. is, is coming in in the future. <laughs> we're going to we're going to hammer on this for a while because I think I think there's people out there that will get involved if they just understand what's really going on, and uh, uh, not only the numbers but also the attitude and the the care and the love that goes into this. You know, if somebody was thinking about volunteering, uh, what would you do to uh, have to kind of help them not be intimidated to, to come forward and say, okay, I, I can do some of this. Yeah, absolutely. I Reach out to your local center and we provide all of the training. Um, so if you are somebody that loves people and you are compassionate, then you can absolutely do this because we fill in all of the blanks of, of how to go about it and the techniques. So if you hate people, don't, 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 <laughs> yeah. don't no sense in calling in, huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that probably won't work out. But, yeah. uh, Jesus says, don't do that. Right. <laughs> but yeah, we, we absolutely can, can plug people in. God has called people to get involved and we can... We how can many, how many volunteers could you use? Um, 20. 20? Really? Yeah. Then how many have you got now? Right now we have seven. Well, oh my there, goodness! There's room people. for improvement. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. How many? How many more pregnancy centers could exist if there were more? Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of communities not being served by pregnancy centers right, right okay. now. Yeah. Well, I think of Auburn Lewiston. I, I yeah. didn't see any, and that's the no. second largest metropolitan area in the state. Yes. And nothing there to support, and and that needs to change. Oh wow! Yeah. And, and also want to remind you. Uh, we're hoping to get Pat from uh, Open Arm Pregnancy Center. She was scheduled and uh, and got ill, but she should be 
come in on two in a, a few weeks. And that, but time, time for a break. I got to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> time for a break. We're going to go to break. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Seven two five nine two two four. Don't miss an opportunity to talk to Tina. God bless. We'll be right back. This is Simple Faith. We're back on the air, and you can call and talk to Tina uh, at 725-9224. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Tina, um, I'm just so impressed with what you're doing. Uh, what are your goals for the next three to five years? So in a word or two, I would say it would be strengthening because in the last two years, we've launched two significant programs, that mm -hmm. of being... Um, launching limited obstetrical ultrasound services to clients, as well as beginning this sexual risk avoidance initiative. And so um, we really want to strengthen those programs as well as we're revitalizing our Forgiven and Set Free program. And so... What does it mean to strengthen those programs? What do you mean by strengthening the programs? So prayerfully, we would love to have more medical days a week. Right now, we have one medical day per week where our nurses on site do oh. available to do limited obstetrical ultrasounds. We would love for that to be more days a week that we could offer to clients for ultrasounds, as well as she is actually the one that has gone through the sexual risk avoidance training and will be doing that. And so we essentially need to be able to have a full-time nurse um, on staff for these programs. And so um, prayerfully, we will be able to um, grow our funding to be able to support that. And uh, So you and do we'll need money. So. We do, yeah. <laughs> These all take money, that's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What, you mentioned sexual risk avoidance program. What's that about? So our nurse is actually going to begin connecting with schools in our area to try oh. to get into the schools to partner with them um, to teach sexual risk avoidance. Wow. It, 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 is there, is there a, a possibility that, that, that the schools would... Definitely. We actually had a one of our local schools actually reached out, out to us about, it was right before COVID, oh. um, that they wanted us to actually send somebody in to teach an assembly. And so we felt like God was already starting to open up that door. COVID hit, um, and now we've gone through the training and we're available. And so we're going to begin reaching out to schools and offering them. What sort of thing do you teach in that? So she'll actually be teaching everything from STDs to um, sexual integrity, abstinence, um, being oh. the best the best solution. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I, I know we said abortion is a sin, according to the Bible. And also, according to the Bible, uh, having a child out of wedlock is... Uh, yes, so all of our healthy relationships education and our sexual risk avoidance program is all about abstinence. Well, I think this, you know, when you have a debate, and you have an, somebody that ha, doesn't agree with you on almost anything, you still have to find a foundation in which you do agree. And I think both sides would agree that unwanted pregnancy, that, that uh, to do whatever they can to keep pregnancy from happening. Right. And I think that's the format or Absolutely. The, for, yeah. for a nurse to go in and say, well, how can we stop it from happening? Yes. And from a vision perspective, if she's able to get into the local schools to build these uh, relationships with these students and suddenly these students know that Alpha PRC is in their community. Our prayer is that Alpha becomes the organization synonymous with an unplanned pregnancy. And so if somebody does experience an unplanned pregnancy, suddenly they're like, oh yeah, I remember. I met this nurse. I'm going to go over there. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's strategy. That's vision. That's, uh, that, that's really thinking ahead and, and planning for the future. I wonder what, where we've been for the last 50 years sometimes, but this is great. That's great. So how is Alpha funded? So we are completely funded uh, through private donations. We could not make this um, possible without individual donors, churches, and businesses that are passionate about partnering with us to impact our community for life because we do not accept any governmental financial support because that would actually hinder us from being able to share the gospel when we have that opportunity. <sighs> so we're actually grateful for all of those that keep this ministry a reality in our community through their prayer and financial support. Okay, okay. So you don't get any government funding? We do not, yeah. which is also another misconception about pregnancy centers. Yeah. Some do for grants yeah. for, uh, for various programs, but any program where you're going to share the gospel, you, uh, you cannot. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I'm familiar with that. I'm familiar with so that. So what is, what is your annual budget? 
Right now, it's about 125000 now that we've just added uh, limited obstetrical ultrasound services for one day a week. And so we're hoping to grow that. And uh, to what? What do you want to grow it to? 200000 would yeah. allow us to have a full-time nurse and be able to fund those programs. Okay. That, w that would enable you to have uh, the, the medical... Yes. Yep. Professional the, medical help yep. more Our frequently. Nurse full time, but also to the the amount of money it takes to do each ultrasound as well, because prayerfully, if she's there multiple days a week, she's doing many more ultrasounds. We have each ultrasound read by um, a teleradiologist, and so you have to pay for each read um, as well as the time and the, the supplies. And so, because I would 000. think, yeah, that that medical. Uh, component would be something that would be a big, big help to, yes. especially to a frightened teenager who discovers that they're pregnant. And, uh, what do I do? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, according to Elizabeth Warren, once again, uh, she's she says they don't exist. There are no medical people that uh, that 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 are uh, in these pregnancy resource centers. That it's just a bunch of well-meaning knuckleheads that are trying to talk people out of, uh, you know, and I think, I think what's really important, you know, I, it's one thing to give your money, uh, but it's another thing to be able to have an organization that you can invest your time in and see where your money is going. And I think your organization sounds like one of those places that, uh, that you might want to go down there and, and volunteer and not tell anybody you got money, but, uh, but see what's going on and, uh, and participate and start loving uh, some of these women and start experiencing the thrill of saving a life and uh, and that might loosen up your wallet a little bit. Is that right? <laughs> Absolutely. And any one of us, I know myself and I know many other center directors, um, we love to give tours of the center. We love people to reach out and say, uh, yeah. I want to learn more about your organization. Yeah. Can I come visit and, and have a tour and hear more about what God is doing there? And we love doing that. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you, you said you said you love giving to these organizations too, and you know it's it's uh, it's one of the questions a lot of donors will ask is you know what are you giving? You know what you know you're asking me for money, but what are you giving? And I think it's important that uh, that they know that this is really a ministry of the heart, and it's not only a ministry of the heart uh, that is is you know just you know a, a frou frou thing. It's it's something that's really really important. I would. I hope that we never see 63.5 million babies. Uh, the entire population of New England and and most of the uh, mid-Atlantic states uh, uh, just you know just thrown away. I mean that's, that's what it amounts to. Yeah, never having the opportunity to live. Yeah, to live life, to breathe, and look at the sky. And, and I think Benjamin uh, Franklin was the 17th child. Uh, you know, uh, and thank God that we had Benjamin Franklin because almost everything we enjoy today, he had some hand in it somehow. And just think of how much talent we have, we have exterminated. Uh, as well as I know I'm up in my age uh, and uh, Social Security um, is going broke. Well, if you kill 63 million people that could be productive and working, Probably that wouldn't have been a problem, but we've created a lot of problems as well. So, what would what else would you like to tell us, Tina? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is uh, this is your time. I want people uh, standing in line to volunteer at these pregnancy resource centers, and uh, yeah. and uh, whether it's whether it's in Sanford or or Portland or or uh, Rockport, uh, you know, there needs to be funding, there needs to be volunteers. Uh, this is something that, that we should be taking on, I think, as the church and saying, this is, these babies are our responsibility. We can't force these women to make the choices that we would like to make, but we can love them because that's what Jesus says we should do. And we can support them because that's what Jesus says we should do. And we can plow the ground with, uh, with this love and the support for the Holy Spirit to begin to see, yeah, there's something different about these people. We don't need to be sitting on the sidelines on this issue. I just, I, yeah, it's just, uh, it breaks my heart. And there's so much that we can do. This Absolutely. is an issue for the church today. Yes. Yes, like you said, getting involved with pregnancy centers on a church level, on an individual level as a volunteer, um, learning more about what they're doing, learning how to, you know, the, the problems facing your community that they're hearing from clients, um, resources that they need. Um, there's so many ways to get involved um, for
from prayer to finances to volunteering. Um, a lot of times the pastor likes to hear from the congregation. And so, uh, so when you get involved in this, you're, 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 you're educating yourself to educate uh, the rest of the congregation, educate your pastor. Yeah. and educate the rest of the congregation. So getting involved is not only giving your time, it's not only giving your money, it's about spreading the news that, that there is something we can do about this, and uh, it's, it's, it's time to get off the sidelines. Yes, absolutely. We also um, train all of our volunteers in apologetics to be able to have conversations with people outside of the center um, when they're asked why they're doing what they're doing, and to be able to have winsome conversations with maybe people who... Um, who believe abortion should remain legal and, and should be an option. Um, so that that's another aspect of a way to be equipped to be able to engage the culture around us, especially here in Maine where um, there's no trigger laws uh, and, and probably won't be for a very long time. I was actually having a, a discussion with a, a, a young lady in her 40s here um, about a week ago, and... Uh, and uh, telling her about what I've learned is, uh, is I've, it, my eyes have been open to this issue and, uh, and, and talking about how we're portrayed in the media as Christians and, uh, and what I thought we should really be doing, which I found in your, in your, uh, in your you know, the, the, uh, the two organizations, CareNet and, and what's the other one? Heartbeat International. Heart, Heartbeat International. That, they've got a heart, heart for doing things i think the way jesus would have us do it and uh Absolutely. her response to me was wouldn't that be nice wouldn't that be wonderful yes and uh and this person was you know pretty much uh pro-abortion and uh and uh and thought it was you know it should be a right that 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 people have but the church has an opportunity to step up in a way that that you know i think is happening because of organizations like you and the volunteers in those organizations but we don't hear about it much, and uh, and we're fed a diet of, of something else that uh, that that uh, that that kind of makes us queasy a little bit about uh, about getting involved in this uh, in this in this uh, uh, cause, and I, I don't think it's going to be solved by politicians. It's going to be solved by the love of Jesus uh, being applied directly to these girls that are going through so much. And I I, I think there's some things science can do. Uh, to help out with this because for, finally we know who the father is <laughs> we can tell who the father is and those guys need to step up too i mean it's just kind of ridiculous that the women have had to carry this this burden but uh but now we know we, know we can we can we can figure that out and i, I think that's a real positive yes and you tina now the you are PRC center and that you are in charge of and have been now for how long? Eight, Eight years? years? Yes. So you personally believe that there is a God who is the Lord of life, Absolutely. who's in charge of it. Yes. And who, and who loves people, even women who become pregnant and are struggling and hurting. And if, if the Bible says that uh, that's a sin, do you believe that there is a God who loves the people that are struggling with that enough to forgive them? Absolutely. Well, we're all sinners, so that's there's right. no. Oh. Yeah, I, I just that, that, that's a funny thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we all we don't want to admit that <laughs> yeah, we, we're all good people Absolutely. and we're all shiny and clean. But we all sin, and so, uh, and I know I know I'm a sinner. And, we yeah. uh, we frequently talk about it at our center that uh, it is only by the grace of God that we are on this side of the counseling room and serving oh, somebody else, right. and so we see clients through that lens every day. Like we are just a fellow sinner, we are just there to love them and do what God oh. has called us to do. Oh wow! Oh that! What a message! What a message that is! Wow! Yeah, you're saving lives. I mean, that's that's what it is. Ten people, you said, you told us earlier, you're seeing about ten people right now that are kind of on the cusp of making those kind of decisions. Yes, out of just the clients that are in, facing a pregnancy decision right, right now, yes. Yeah. And then but we have other clients. A, other clients yeah. that have either had an abortion or or uh, are... are um, or are coming in oh, for parenting education and support. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that wonderful? I yeah. mean, wouldn't you love to have a whole room full of those? Yeah. yeah. So... So that's that's great. We've got about a minute and a half left, uh, and you know, I'd like to turn it over to you and uh, you. 
let us know what we can do, please. Um, I, I would just love to echo, please get involved with mm -hmm. your local pregnancy center, wherever you are located. Um, I would love to talk to you if, if you're down in the, the Southern Maine Sanford area, um, but please get involved because we need you. So however God is calling you to do that, whether it's uh, being his hands and feet in the center directly um, serving these women or whether it's um, monthly sending in a check to, um, to make it possible financially, uh, however he is calling you to get involved, please uh, be obedient in that calling because we need every single person. So you you don't think people should feel strange or weird about calling in or, or things like that? Uh, no, please. Just, uh, uh, and that, that uh, you would be welcomed, welcome their call and that Absolutely. you would welcome And how, how does somebody get a so, hold of you, talk to you? Yes, so at Alpha, our number is 207-324-5752, or our website is wwwalpha prc.com say that again www.alpha-prc.com and the phone number 207-324-5752 okay and they're very polite too when i called uh it was great receptionist and and uh was very helpful awesome we love to hear that okay people you've heard that this flat out testimony of what the lord is doing <laughs> please listen please listen let him speak to you this is the love of god in action this is action thank you come on back next saturday we'll be uh with you at uh, simple faith same time same station god bless bye Yeah.